0: You're listening to Once, Episode One, a Once Upon a Time podcast. Thank you for joining us for this inaugural episode of The ONCE Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin.
1: I'm Jenny Lewis.
0: I'm Dan Flynn. And we are a bunch of friends, and Jenny, by the way, if you couldn't tell from the last name, is my wife. We are a bunch of friends who are enjoying this TV show, Once Upon a Time. This is, we're talking about just the pilot episode of Once Upon a Time, and we are... Excited about this, and we're excited and we're nervous and we love cats and all of that. (laughs) And we're going to have some fun along the way. If you're unfamiliar with us, we have other podcasts over at noodle.mx. It's part of the Noodle Mix Network. We've got a clean comedy podcast and podcast about podcasting and much more. But we're here to talk about Once Upon a Time. Now, we come from different backgrounds. I come from a background of I watched Lost, but I didn't like Lost when it started. I made fun of all of the flashbacks and flash forwards and flash sideways and flash diagonal wise and flash everywhere and here and there, flash everywhere, flash, flash.
2: (laughs) But Jeremy, you're a bit different of a background. Yes, I watched Lost from the beginning and from about the fourth episode, I was hooked. So I watched the entire way through as a fan.
1: Are you going to tell the listeners why you're linking Once Upon a Time with Lost?
0: Indeed. Because they're by the same people. Sort of. Like all of those fairy tales were written by the same people that wrote Lost. (laughs) 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 It's the same writers that wrote Lost. And so we see a lot of the same styles in Once Upon a Time, and it's a lot of the same tie-in. So that's why we're mm-hmm. even referring to Lost. and yeah, The creators
2: place. are two of, I believe, two of the writers from Lost.
0: Yeah. And Dan, we dubbed you, before this started, as uh, the man who overdosed on Lost. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I was off and on, didn't get to really watch it, because I didn't have the TV available, and I missed episodes, and I gave up, because you can't really miss an episode with Lost and keep going. So I definitely... Um, skipped them all, and <laughs> about four months ago, watched them all in about. Overnight. <laughs> it's about like six weeks. I watched all six seasons, so definitely yeah. call that an overdose. Wow! So we've got a bunch of perspectives
0: here, and you're going to hear some things that yes do tie in with Lost, but you'll also hear things that don't tie in with Lost, and things from the perspective of people who haven't seen Lost yet,
1: like me. <laughs> I haven't seen Lost.
0: But we are going to do this in a way that appeals to everyone, we hope, and we want your feedback. We want your feedback, oh, so much. (laughs) So you can email us, feedback at oncepodcast.com, or call the phone number that we'll have in the show notes for this episode, which will be, or uh, the phone number will be plastered all over, plastered, plastered (laughs) all over the website at oncepodcast.com, so you can Uh, follow that and call us in to leave your feedback on this so right now we're going to talk about the the story as a whole as it started with the pilot episode and brief recap is emma is introduced to us there's this book that has stories about everyone emma is brought to the Mm -hmm. town and time resumes
2: that's the story in a nutshell well and a bit about you know Fairy tale characters and things oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, I kinda of <laughs> forgot
1: that.
2: <laughs> her I, son shows up that she didn't know she had. Well, I guess she knew she had him. That would be kind of awkward. Um but she didn't expect to see him, and he takes her back to his town and says that everyone there is a story or is a character from Fairy Tales and doesn't know it, and that all the fairy tales are true.
0: The opening lines that we get from the show are There was an enchanted forest filled with all the classic characters we know, or think we know. One day, they found themselves trapped in a place where all their happy endings were stolen. Our world. This is how it happened.
2: So harsh on our world, right? Yeah, I...
0: (laughs) I hear them throughout the, the just this pilot episode saying you're going to a place of like eternal punishment <laughs> and
1: Eva Queen was saying it's horrible. So horrible. Absolutely horrible.
0: So that, that does raise a good question. What is so horrible about our world? What's so horrible about Storybrook to these people? We know that if they try to leave, bad things happen. And the only bad thing we've seen happen so far in the pilot episode, is that Emma tried to leave and there was this wolf
2: in the path and so she crashed. Right into the sign. (laughs) Yeah. On the town side of the sign.
0: So she couldn't even cross the sign. But how did Henry get out?
2: That's a good question.
0: He came from outside, though. He came? Oh, do you think so? Because I'm wondering in this, who is Henry? Henry. In all of this, is he in
2: his book? He's Emma's son, though. Yes. She remembers true. having him. <laughs> true. Despite what I started to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, back to uh, Storybook. What is so bad about Storybook? Now, uh, let's give a disclaimer. We have seen episodes beyond the pilot. Uh, Jenny and I have seen the first three episodes at the time of this recording. Dan and Jeremy, how far are you? We've seen them all. Six episodes at this point. Okay. Yeah. So I'm up to six.
1: Actually I have to make a little confession. I have seen five episodes.
3: Ooh. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I was gonna apologize, but <laughs> I'm not, not sorry. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So <laughs> okay.
2: I'm the only one behind then. Yep. Well, you're the only one really far behind. So what's so bad about Storybrooke? Well, the most obvious thing being that fairy tales always have happy endings. And in our world, we do not always get happy endings.
1: Nope.
2: But some of the people in Storybrook seem to be happy.
1: That's because they're oblivious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they don't know they don't know who they are. And that's part of what Emma is therefore is to somehow help people or do you think that's henry's job to help them know who they are he's taken it upon himself apparently right at smack at the beginning of the show prince charming kisses snow white and you notice when it starts everything is dark and dreary (laughs) and sad and cold and snowy Uh, kind of like it's turning into here in the midwest in the greater cincinnati area (laughs) And somebody kissed Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i <I'll> better. <laughs> it's okay, we're married. We can kiss on a podcast. That was Jenny, by the way, that made the kissing sound my wife.
2: <laughs> Awkward. So when <laughs> she kissed Snow White, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> nope, she didn't cause it's still dirty. No, dreary.
1: the prince kissed Snow White.
2: Oh,
0: okay. When Prince Charming kisses Snow White, there's this like boom and this shock wave goes through.
1: Rainbow shock wave. And
0: suddenly winter turns into spring. Everything lightens up. And here's something to consider is heroes or not heroes, (laughs) these characters apparently have superpowers. Superpowers.
3: Emma had superpowers.
0: Wow. And Henry knew what Emma's superpower was, that she could tell whether people were lying. Well that's because she said that to him. Quote
1: unquote superpower.
0: Yeah, what other superpowers are you thinking of? Well, I'm wondering, the Prince Charming kissed Snow White and we saw this boom that turned winter to That's just part of the story.
1: That was just him breaking the curse.
3: It doesn't happen to all the women. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Wow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, is a
0: superpower involved? Are we going to find out that every character in
2: Storybrooke has some kind of superpower? I don't think so. I'm just going to put that out there. No, that part of the story was actually a bit similar to the Snow White story that we know. Although the dialogue was kind of funny. She wakes up and says something like, you found me. And he says, were you, did you doubt or were you worried or whatever he says? And she goes, honestly, the glass coffin gave
3: me pause. <laughs> How did she know she was in a glass coffin if she was dead? That's a good question. I was just wondering that.
1: Maybe she was just in a coma. Yeah.
0: But Prince Charming said, I will always find you. I think it's going to come back to that Aww. at some point. By the way, this is theory, entirely theory. And if I'm actually hitting a point that is in a later episode, guys, do not tell me. I think that it's going to be Prince Charming who in, in the modern day... Who helps Snow White know who she is? I think he's going to find her, even though he's a. Well, yeah, it's in this episode. He's asleep in a
2: hospital. He is. And she works in the hospital.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it will be the reverse, where she kisses him and then, boom, winter mm-hmm. turns to spring.
2: Which, jumping, if we can jump around in this episode a little bit. Oh, yeah, why not? <clears throat> they do. When he was wounded and he. <laughs> Right as the curse was coming and he was unconscious on the ground, she tried kissing him to wake him up and couldn't. It was sad. So Snow White gets married and that's their
0: last (laughs) happy day is the day of their wedding.
3: But yet it takes several months for the queen to come back with her curse. I'd like to add something too. When the queen came in to announce the curse... And said, This is the last happy day you'll you know you'll have, this is my gift to you, and she leaves. Quite the drama queen as well as evil queen. <laughs> evil drama queen. <laughs> Why did Prince Charming yell hey before throwing the sword? If maybe, he didn't do that, it could have gotten her. Maybe it was not honorable to throw it in her back. What's so he not, made
2: her turn around. What's not honorable about killing an evil queen? <laughs> there's just there's just a code of honor, Dan. You know, it's about not stabbing someone in the back. (laughs) I think there is a hole in this theory, made by a sword.
0: (laughs) He's a really good sword thrower, by the way. I want to see someone throw a sword straight with whatever kind of pump action that was. That he, (laughs) it, it was kind of odd.
2: Superpower.
3: Maybe he kissed the sword too, and then it turned out (laughs) special.
0: When I'm. By the way, I'm just going to go through my notes kind of chronologically in the order that I wrote them. Okay. (laughs) Not necessarily the order that they occurred. When Henry is showing the book or talking about the book to Emma, he said, or not to Emma, I'm sorry. When we first meet Henry, when he's on the bus going to find Emma, he's reading this book. And a lady says to him, that's a nice book. Or that looks, is that a good book? And he says, it's more than just a book. Now we know that's because he believes that it's an actual account of events that happen in a parallel universe or story area or something
2: story area <laughs> story world it's an exit off the interstate story area ahead. Watch for dwarf crossing hey, come on, there is story storybrook in this
0: watch for watch for wolf crossing. <laughs> But could there be something even more to this,
2: to the book? What do you think? Some kind of power in the book?
0: Yeah. In the book itself, that it has some kind of power because it was, Emma had the book in the car with her as she tried to leave Storybrooke, but she couldn't.
2: Mm. Could the book have had something to do with that? I suppose so. Depends on whether she's allowed to leave the town now that she's there or not. Maybe. I I, I really wonder
0: <laughs> what will happen, like, if she reads the entire thing. Hmm. And not just fairy tales from somewhere, but she actually reads the book. Will it be like she suddenly gets power by reading it? Because, at least in this first episode, she just sees the book and uh dan you you noticed a couple things like during that crash scene you noticed uh, something on the page of
3: the book oh yeah the pages were flipping in the wind yeah it had flying monkeys like is that from wizard of oz i saw flying monkeys did you guys see (laughs) flying monkeys (laughs) i saw flying something please tell me you saw flying monkeys (laughs) (laughs) they were in your head
2: (laughs) (laughs) flying around your head it wouldn't surprise me they um there seemed to be
3: quite a mix of fairy tales that all interacted but I did think, like, Emma, you know, she, she couldn't make it out, and hold Dorothy, no place like home, I don't know, am I stretching? Mm. <laughs> yes, because we already know Emma's place in the story. Oh, fine. What, what
2: colors, <laughs> yeah, but what color was, were Emma's shoes? Actually, they were black. Oh. I think.
3: Well, they the were beginning. black. They looked really cool when she was just chasing that guy out of the you No, know, uh, they the showed restaurant. them. Because <laughs> she was actually just walking.
0: Speaking of uh, that scene of her chasing the guy out or somewhere along the way uh, the license plate <laughs> Emma's license plate let's talk about Emma for a little bit I noticed that uh, yeah Dan point out about her license plate you may be the only person on
3: the internet or the who's planet noticed
0: this sweet or who
3: yeah, it this. was eight three six m4 X and I in- instantly thought magical forest magical Forex and that's stretching it magical for the m 4x is forest and she's going to storybrook and she's leaving in her volkswagen to magical forest (laughs) i thought it was a stretch when you first said it but
2: the longer i think about it and the more times i hear it I think I think, I think
0: you've possible. got something here. Yeah, because a lot of people are trying to evaluate it, saying like, oh, the 8 and the 4 are from Lost, but they're out of order. <laughs> and what's the 36 doing in there? That's not significant <laughs> That's more of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, the 36 is a tie-in from uh, the Chalk TV series. No, I, I don't know. The 36 <laughs> doesn't seem to have an, an apparent purpose in this, but I'm liking Dan's theory on... The M4X being Magical Forest.
2: Indeed.
1: When I first heard you say Magical Forest, Dan, I was thinking you were making a Lost reference because while I don't have any, like, a lot of experience with Lost, I do know that they're trapped on an island with a forest that seems magical. (laughs) So I thought Magical Forest, he's making a Lost reference. I didn't even think about the fairy tales and it being a Magical (laughs) Forest. But I guess that makes sense too
2: that's funny yeah so emma my my basic impression from the beginning was you can run but you can't hide from emma (laughs) he flips the table on her and the biggest thing that worries her is that he got wine on her dress and then she just walks out the front door and catches him as he's running to his car and trying to get in
3: and get away
1: have we said already that she's a bail bonds person
2: oh
3: yeah okay (laughs) she just chases random guys in the street In this is how she deals with bad dates.
0: <laughs> and we later learn, as the mayor is trying to find her son, Henry, that Emma does this for a living, that she finds people. She says, I find people. It's what I do.
1: Did we already discuss what birthday it was that she was celebrating?
3: Hers. <laughs> <laughs> now we have. <laughs>
1: It was her twenty eighth birthday, and as Jeremy pointed out, her candle on her cupcake was a star.
2: Yes, she sat there and made a wish upon a star. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> and we have no idea what her wish was. Yes, we do. Yes, we, we do. do. We yeah. do. At the
0: end, later, she told Henry she, she, what she, she wished. No, or she, no, she told she
1: told the evil witch. Yes, aka the mayor. mayor. Storybook.
0: <laughs> okay, remind me and the listeners what did she wish?
1: <laughs> she wished that she wouldn't have to be alone on her birthday.
0: Ah, and uh Henry, tying into this, Henry uh, said something about her being alone, because she said she was an orphan, and Henry says, everyone has family, and she said, technically, yeah, but not everyone knows their family, and she doesn't know her family, but she's going to meet them at some point. During the series, I think, I mean, obviously, she's going to meet them at some point during this whole series. And maybe, though, she's going to find out that she has more family than just her parents somewhere in Storybrooke. Oh, the seven hmm. dwarves are her cousins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of seven dwarves, uh, Grumpy was in the cell next to her when she woke up.
3: Whistling. Whistling. Oh, that's who that was. Yep. Yeah. Was the His were? name was Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because the actor's name is actually Lee, so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Somebody's been on IMDb. Maybe. Yeah, it was
1: when she woke up after she hit the wolf.
0: And then moving on, again, you guys jump in whenever. Emma Swan's door. It's it's written... I'm, I'm terrible at reading cursive, but... <laughs> <laughs> i hated cursive growing up I, I, as soon as i got out of school i stopped writing cursive <laughs> also known as handwriting yeah um so what does her door say is there anything that could be picked out from that i know there are screenshots around but it's i've seen people trying to compare the handwriting on the door to, to
2: something in the later to, yeah something episode. in later
0: episodes <laughs> But also, I caught something just vaguely, some handwriting on the chalkboard of Mary's classroom, and Mary is Henry's teacher at the school, and Mary was the lady that gave Henry the credit card. And also Snow White. yes if people didn't recognize their f-
2: her face since she has the same face <laughs> yes it's okay to say that and well, she was holding a little blue bird in the classroom the first time we saw her in our world <laughs> well the, the
0: first
3: time i watched this i didn't even see that <laughs> so well
1: it's because her hair was cut really short
3: she even left white flowers by uh, prince charming's bed yes at the very end of this episode, it's okay. You said we can jump around. Yeah, that's okay.
0: <laughs> so there's handwriting on the chalkboard in the back of the classroom, and it's also cursive. But I Curf- thought it seemed a little bit similar in style to the writing on Emma's door. We don't have time to actually compare that now, but I'd love to hear from the listeners if there are uh, some comparisons there or other things that you've seen similar style of handwriting. Because it's it's cursive, it has very tall ascenders and a very low X height, which is like the height of the lowercase X. So, so lower now we're getting into handwriting
2: <laughs> analysis. This is amazing. This is way more in depth than I expected. Now which door was this? Was this her apartment door? Her apartment door. Yes. Okay. I feel lost. I didn't see the handwriting on the door. I didn't I, either. I noticed it this time. We rewatched it before we recorded. But yeah, um, we'll have
0: a screenshot of that in the show notes over at onespodcast.com slash one. So you can check that out and let us know uh, what you think and where else it might be. Or if you want to translate this cursive for me, then I would
3: appreciate that. <laughs> we we'll put the it cursive. in a uh, regular font for you. Yes. Well, <laughs> Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else
2: about Emma that
0: we want to say before moving on?
2: She's very sarcastic toward the whole thing, which I think is kind of, kind of helps... Viewers who are watching the first episode a bit skeptical of whether they can really suspend their disbelief long enough to enjoy a show about fairy tale characters being in the real world. She keeps she throws in little things like, you know, she hears something Henry says and she's going, seriously, really, you're going to say that? And I think that
1: she's very unbelieving. Yeah, of it's, Henry. which is
2: kind of what I think the audience, many of us were thinking, watching the first episode the first time. But then why does she want to stay in Storybrooke?
1: I think it's because she wants to go against the <laughs> mayor. Like, she's just, the mayor's kind of telling her not to stay, so that makes her want to stay even more.
3: And she's already starting to care about Henry. Yeah. And remember, too, she did say, do you love him? And she's like, Who? Do you love Henry? (laughs) And then she said, of course I do. But she can tell the whole lying thing. So she probably has more concern about Henry Mm. because she could tell that maybe, you know, she doesn't really love him. The the one she in this case is Emma. The other she is the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) mayor. (laughs) Henry's
1: (laughs) adopted mother.
3: Yeah. The blonde and the brunette black hair actually nice. <laughs> Blonde <and the>
2: brunette. <laughs> does, <laughs> like henry they have names <laughs> does the mayor ever dress in anything other
3: than black i suppose we'll find out do we know her name i forget go on imdb.com May- <laughs> <laughs> maybe true. she I is it's regina
2: mills Re-
0: yes regina oh okay i was gonna say maybe she's the woman in black or the mayor <laughs> in black
2: y- yes yes that's her storybook
1: name regina mills
2: Yes, that is that is her storybook name. As opposed to her storybook name. <laughs> now
0: Rumpel coming from Emma, has power over Emma because he knows her name. And he was given her name by Snow White and Prince Charming. Whoa, extrapolation. Well, it, it, was said, <laughs> it was said just as, Emma, as uh, Snow White and Prince Charming were going down into some dungeon to see Rumpelstiltskin, who apparently knows the future and he's the only one that can guarantee their daughter's safety. The guard said to Prince Charming and Snow White, don't step into the light, don't let him see your face, don't tell him your name, if he knows your name he'll have power over you.
2: Right. When so was,
0: what do they do? They step into the light. They show him their
2: faces. Well, he already knew who they were. He was and, somehow pretty intuitive. And she gave him Emma's name. That's true. And she, but that
1: was part of the bargain that he made with her.
2: She kind of made that bargain hastily because she yeah. wanted to know the future because she was worried. But he's happy because he knows he has power
0: now because he knows her name. That's my theory.
2: There's a lesson there by the way.
0: Don't tell your name to strangers.
2: <laughs> well, she wanted to know the future. She wanted to know whether everything would be okay or not. He tells them, she gives agrees to give him the name of their unborn child. He tells them the queen has sent a curse. You're going to go to this place. Time's going to stand still. No more happy endings, but your child will return on her 28th birthday and the final battle will begin. All those things would have happened whether they knew about them in advance or not, theoretically. But... Unless it influenced their decision later on to put Emma in the wardrobe. Yeah, that's the thing. Apart from that, she didn't really have to... She let her worry cause her to give him power over Emma, potentially, by giving the name. If she hadn't made the deal, technically possibly everything still would have happened exactly the same way but by telling them
0: emma's future he created emma's future like you're saying it's it's one of these paradoxes of knowing the future is causing it to happen by speaking of it sort of thing i will be a millionaire doesn't work. Well, (laughs) Dan, actually, statistically, by the time you die, you will have earned a million (laughs) dollars.
2: I think it's like 1.6 million, something Mm. like that, the average. I don't know. Welcome to the Once Financial Podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Rumpelstiltskin is in Storybrooke as Mr. Gold, who owns everything. Well, the town.
2: Yeah.
1: And he has a pawn shop.
0: He has a pawn shop? Where did we hear that?
2: Future episode? Maybe. I don't know if it was mentioned in this one. I don't think it's a huge spoiler. Okay. (laughs) It could be. (gasps) (gasps) He's got a pawn shop! I knew it! (laughs) Now I don't even want to watch the rest of the
0: show. (laughs) Now we know the ending.
1: (laughs) Does anyone here know the story of Rumpelstiltskin? Uh, It's somewhat. why, Why it makes sense. Why he would have power over someone just by having knowing their name?
0: There there was, and uh, I'm going to butcher this, I'm sorry, people, but the basics of uh, one of the stories of Rumpelstiltskin is that he asked someone if they knew his name, then they could have something or do something. You know what? I shouldn't even speak because I'm realizing, I think I'm confusing this with the video game King's Quest. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know the story. Would you like me to tell it?
0: Oh, yes, please do.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So Rumpelstiltskin found this uh, woman. I think she was a princess. Don't quote me on that. Um, But she was taken captive and somehow she was expected to weave hay into gold. I believe it was. And she couldn't, and well, Stiltskin could, so she had Rumblestiltskin weave the hay into gold for her in exchange for her firstborn. And to undo that deal, she had to guess his name, which she didn't know. So mm. she... S- she or her maid snuck up to Rumpelstiltskin's house and he was dancing around saying, Rumpelstiltskin is my name.
3: Everybody <laughs> and, says their name randomly when no like, one else is home. I do.
1: <laughs> well, he was like dancing and happily saying, "You know, singing to himself that she would never get it. And then he was like, Rumpelstiltskin is my name. And so the maid went back and told the now queen, I believe. Um, mm. And she... She, uh, whenever he asked, "Does she know his name?" She was able to tell him, so the deal was off.
3: And
2: he loves deals. Yes, he loves deals. Was there anything about saying the name backwards? Why is that in my brain? Uh, Keen's Quest. I know it's in Keen's Quest. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) mixtillepumra. I was
3: trying to do it.
0: (laughs) Don't say it backwards, or else. S- the eye of Sauron will see you. Oh, am I crossing things?
2: A <laughs> little bit. Okay. Somehow, I don't even think hobbits are going to make it into. Of all things, hobbits are not going to make it into the show. That's going to be the one place prediction to the dwar- I'm gonna make. Dwarfs, if one of them hurts their legs. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I'm hoping we're going to be able to do with this podcast, or at least that I want to do, is read some of the stories that I've never read. You know, we've mm-hmm. seen Disney versions of some of these movies and things, but those even. They may reference those. They've already kind of given some indication that some things they do in the show are, are similar to Disney. Some things are probably similar to the original stories.
0: Well, part of the reason why we're going to see things similar to Disney is Disney owns ABC. Right. ABC <laughs> is, the, is the station putting this out. Right.
1: And I'm also hoping that I can brush up on my fairy tales because it's been so long and I can't even remember when... When I learned fairy tales. (laughs) So that'd be a good idea.
0: So we will be learning along with you guys. And again, we really want your feedback. So if you have feedback, if you have extra inside knowledge on some of these fairy tales or like the lost pages of certain fairy tales, then please send that to us. Let us know your thoughts on how these fairy tales tie in with each episode. Feedback at oncepodcast.com. Or call the phone number that will be plastered all over the website at oncepodcast.com. Continuing on, uh, let's talk about the mayor. An evil witch is what Henry said.
2: Which and, is a terrible thing to say about your mother, by the way. <laughs> or the woman who raised you, if she's not his birth mother. But, um, but she actually is, and she actually acts like it. Mm-hmm. And she has a mirror in her house.
0: That, Who doesn't the, <laughs> but <laughs> some people the you mirror wonder somehow gave her comfort when she was really angry at snow white after their first encounter here in the pilot episode and she took the book from henry's room and she's carrying the book she walks down to the mirror and looks at the mirror as she's holding this book and at some point while she's looking in the mirror she kind of changes her attitude a little bit gets some resolve or some kind of purpose now
1: She also offers Emma apple cider. Did you catch that? Yes. (laughs)
0: And and when Emma puts down her drink, which was actually something stronger than apple cider, when she puts down her drink, (laughs) the camera pans down as she puts down her drink,
3: and on the coffee table is a bowl full of (laughs) red apples. Apples. I like Gala apples better. Gala. I don't know how you pronounce them.
1: (laughs) I think it's Gala.
2: Gala apples.
3: They're so good.
2: And when she offered Emma the cider, she kind of called it the best apple cider you've ever tasted Mm -hmm. the last you'll ever taste (laughs) 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 do you think the witch knows who she is the mayor i mean i I think that's you think one of the big questions of this episode Mm -hmm. is trying to see whether she does or not
1: whether she knows who who she, she is, is. Her- herself?
2: Yeah. Okay. Whether she remembers their real past. You would assume that she does,
3: but it's almost hard to tell.
1: I don't think she does.
3: I thought everybody had some like hint to themselves that, you know, maybe things aren't right, but they try to push it out because they want to accept natural reality and so I think everybody sort of has that well, belief.
0: In fairy tale world, one of the last things we see in Fairy Tale Land of this episode is the witch causes this like funnel tornado thing as snow white is at her feet and prince charming is dead that's spoiler no and the witch says the only happy ending will be mine so in some way storybrook is the witch's happy ending
1: well she's the mayor so she has a prominent place in storybrook i don't
3: want to be a mayor. Well, then that's not the kind of world you would create if you used that curse. I live in Minecraft.
2: She is is back to
0: being a ruler of a
2: sort as the mayor of the
0: town. And she has power over the people. And in many ways, she's feared by the people and she has control over them. But is that really her happy ending? Or do you think there's something more that she expects as a happy ending?
2: That could be. I'm curious about the whole time standing still thing. How much... I mean have things not changed in the town? I don't know. We've got through comparing numbers that they say in the episode you can kind of figure out that Emma's twenty-eight, but Snow White is her mother, and Snow White mm-hmm. or Mary Margaret seems to be kind of the same age she was. In I think the Snow book. White looks younger than Emma.
1: It's the haircut.
2: They do seem to be about the same age. I'm not sure I'd say either of them is 28, but (laughs) whatever age they are, Emma's supposed to be 28, and they look about the same age, so how long, I mean, have they been there for 28 years, and nothing has changed, and they're not aware of the passage of time? They knew the clock wasn't moving, but they kept saying time's standing still. I'm not really sure how that all works. I want
0: to see, are there clocks anywhere else, or watches, or anything? Uh, Was Emma wearing a watch?
2: I don't think she was. I do not know. Had a phone, a watch. I, I, mean, they knew obviously the time of day was changing and that the clock didn't work. Yeah. I just have some questions about the time standing still. bit. moving on from or any other
0: thoughts on the mayor mm-hmm. in this episode? She's mean.
1: She's very pretty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: she she likes emma in the beginning she sort of she sort of gets along i thought Mm -hmm. with an emma at the beginning of this episode
3: yeah i would say so
1: until she started threatening her
3: started asking do i need (laughs) to be worried about you (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if she offered me apple pie though i would totally eat it even if she was the (laughs) evil witch Do do you think the mayor knows
0: who emma is Well, this kind of all goes back to, does the mayor know who anyone
3: is? She knows who her son is. It
1: doesn't really look like it. And no, I don't think she knows who Emma is.
3: It is curious.
2: How did, I think that, and I think that's one of the questions of the episode, is how did Henry come to be in Storybrooke with Regina if Emma was living far away when she gave birth to him. And she'd never been to Storybrooke.
0: Hmm.
2: Clearly, because of her, he's connected to those people, but how did he end up there? Yes. Where where did the mayor get him? I can hear the wheels turning. <laughs> stork. That's completely in keeping with a fairy tale. Exactly. <laughs> but why did the stork not take him to his mother? How about,
0: let's talk about Snow White. We're introduced for, to her while she is teaching a class in a school. And she's talking about building birdhouses. And she said something, which I think is important. She says, you're building a home, not a cage. Hmm. Could it be, could that be an important line here? That storybrook a way that they're going to, in some way, defeat the mayor, the witch... Or something, or maybe Snow White's perspective on all of this is that she's building a home in Storybrook and not letting Storybrook be a cage. Or is that too deep? I think she's, they're going to turn be. into birds and fly away.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: if she's thinking that, that's very optimistic of her.
0: <laughs> well, she was a little missed op- optimism. If she could make Grumpy smile, then she's pretty <laughs> optimistic. but you guys were while we were watching this You guys, I heard you talking about uh, what kind of necklace it was that she was wearing I paused it at one point and tried to zoom in a little bit it looks like either a cross or a sword necklace it's very square so it looks more like a cross but it was kind of hard to tell if there was a top part of it that made it look more like a cross so it could also be a simplified sword shape
3: Hmm. I thought it was a
2: sword I'm not sure what it was
1: i didn't even notice her necklace
2: (laughs) can we talk about name translations for a moment yeah dan you noticed or you realized something about mary margaret's last name right that it means white in french right and i just looked something up regina in italian is queen Ooh. Huh. Ooh. Not that we didn't know that's so who they were But it's funny that
3: their names are <laughs> Don't ever date a Regina <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the Reginas out there Especially if the <laughs> Regina is a mayor
1: <gasps> What if her name was Regina Mayor <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's Regina Hills I don't know why Hills Hills,
0: okay This I thought
1: it was Hayes
0: Let me Let me tie in something here Biblical prophecy wise uh, is... Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, I'm really jumping gears, or skipping, or something. Your clutch is broken. <laughs> yes, in the book of Revelation in the Bible, it talks about a a queen who stands on seven hills, and this was the queen, uh, a symbolism representing Babylon, and Babylon in scripture, and especially in prophecy, is like symbolism of an evil kingdom. So, it could be, we've seen the writers of Lost use plenty of biblical references before, um, not all like Christian theology and all of that, of course, but yes, there would be many biblical references.
2: And that is a great reference if I had said the correct last name. Oh. It's Mills, not Hills. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Forget all that. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where you're going. I'm, I'm looking everywhere, like, who
2: has the last oh. name of Hills. But how, like, lost analysis is that? But, <laughs> that, that was, that was know really what? impressive, the actually. Was I was thinking hilly.
1: Seven Hills, Seven Dwarves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this oh, is amazing. I, I, you know, I thought that was a brilliant theory. It, it would have been brilliant. I'm, I'm so sorry. By
3: the way, I'd like to point out that... <laughs>
2: they should change mm, the last name.
3: Mary, Margaret, and Emma Swan, like, real, age-wise, are only, like, barely a year apart. That's a little weird. How old are they really? uh, You're going to test my math? Absolutely. On air. I think they're 33 and 32. I would say. uh, That's what I would guess. Yeah, MS-1, 32. Snow White, 33. Because,
2: I mean, I'm not dissing them at all, but I really would not guess 28. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Before they listen and get upset. Mm -hmm. You're beautiful. Don't worry about it. It's okay (laughs) if you look
0: 32-ish. Last character I want to mention. Now, I know we saw Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio and Geppetto and all of these different people. Last significant character I want to mention, of course, Henry. We haven't talked much about Henry. uh, Mentioned him here and there. He is Emma's son that she gave up for adoption. And we heard Snow White say of Emma that... They wanted to put her, to put Emma in the the, the wooden thing. Wardrobe. So, Wardrobe. Which Geppetto made from an
2: enchanted tree.
0: Yeah. Uh, it was said, we have to give her her best chance. And later, Henry says, I know why you gave me away.
1: He was saying this to Emma.
0: Yeah. You wanted to give me my best chance. A little flip there. But. Here's what I really want to know: How does Henry know that Snow White said that of Emma? Because he references that. He says um, the same reason Snow White gave you away. Well, I is suppose it, it says it that in the, book. in the book. Is it in the real fairy
2: tale
1: though? No, it's no. not. But this is Storybrooke.
2: <laughs> that curse didn't happen in the actual stories that we <laughs> I know. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we know of a snow white prince charming child in the actual fairy tales that we're familiar with.
1: no, it, it pretty much ends with them living happily ever after after they get married mm-hmm. pretty much that's where the that's
0: tale. where fairy <laughs> yeah they didn't get their happy kiss though
3: their happy kiss yeah
0: the <laughs> the witch burst in just before they got to kiss oh at oh, in like,
3: the show compared to a sad kiss. <laughs>
0: Where do you think the book actually came from that Henry had, and how did
3: he get it? I think it's paper is from the magical tree, okay. okay, and it's stitched (laughs) together by the uh, Rumpelstiltskin's gold thread. Uh Did
2: we hear Mary Margaret say something about giving him the book? Yes. Okay. But Uh, we don't know where it came from.
1: She gave it to him because she wanted him to have hope.
3: The school library. School library. That's <laughs> where, where the book came from. from. School library. All enchanted are amazing. books come from. In the back section. <laughs> right. The, uh, the forbidden section of the library. <laughs> yeah,
2: that same conversation you were just talking about between Emma and Henry, she says to him that she was found on the side of the road, and she thought her parents just left her there, or her mother left her there. But Henry says that's just where you came out when they put you in the wardrobe. So why protecting from the curse, it sent her to the same place, but not under the curse, I don't know. I guess if there's no one left in the fairy tale world, it wouldn't be very nice for a baby. She was
3: in Boston. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to anger any Bostonians, but I mean, it's not like an enchanted area.
2: it's not an enchanted area and what have we learned from this story boston is not an enchanted area (laughs) and the red Sox curse i mean we can link things here
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right any other character references to mention i want to go on to a few mentioning a few lost tie-ins any other characters or anything to talk about there
2: um there was a scene near the end in henry's room and he had kind of a light carousel thing and there was a swan that went by on there and of course that's emma's last name uh, I think we Maybe, mentioned from Maybe Lost? we
1: should mention all the characters mm-hmm. we've been introduced to so far. Sure. Like,
0: like, especially
2: who we know is whom, according to uh, fairy tales. Now, I thought the um, this was something else I wanted to mention, and it ties in with characters. There was a scene from the fairy tale flashback, I'll call it, where it was kind of a round table they were kind of meeting to decide what to do about the curse, and it was Snow White and Prince Charming and Jiminy Cricket and Geppetto and Pinocchio
3: and the Blue Fairy. Yeah, it was a real boy. Yes, yes, uh, he was. Pinocchio, not the fairy. We
2: assume it was Pinocchio. <laughs> he said it was his boy. Um, there were some others you could kind of guess just by looking at them who they might be. So we maybe we'll get a screenshot of
0: that and use it for reference yeah. of
2: who is whom
0: as we go along with the story but so we've seen now in storybook we've seen snow white prince charming the witch uh, of course uh, we've seen um jimmy cricket we saw geppetto we saw one of the dwarves we don't know who the sheriff is yet correct
1: i didn't see geppetto we
2: have the innkeeper but Ge- Geppetto, saw, we only saw in this in the fairy tale.
1: Yeah, we saw Granny and Little Red Riding Hood. They were at the inn, or the bed and rest, bread, bed and
2: breakfast.
3: <laughs> Is that who that was? The, um, yeah, Little Red Riding Hood.
0: Mm-hmm. She was yelling this, at her
3: daughter. It's like, "What big mouth do you have, Grandma or Granddaughter?" <laughs> well, the place <laughs> said Granny's. Wait, 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 wait! Was she really?
1: Yeah, because the place said Grannies.
3: And she had like a red.
1: She
0: even scarf put on kind put of a yeah. Well, over her little head. red.
2: Okay, I I didn't catch that part. Good catch. I think it was yeah, it was left there to just assume. Where did the wolf come from? Did you mention Jiminy Cricket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the therapist Archie, and, and he said the same thing in Storybrooke, and then went said this at the as at the same. <laughs> he said the same thing to Henry as he said when he was right, a cricket the, at the table. Giving into
3: one's dark side never accomplishes anything. Yes, mm. exactly. Very yeah, right. good. Pretty good catch. Um And
0: that's it so far of uh, the first episode, the characters that we've seen. Some of them, we still don't know who they are in fairytale land.
1: The sheriff. I don't know who the sheriff is.
0: Right. Could be Sheriff Nottingham <laughs> or some other sheriff or maybe just someone else completely, entirely. Those two words kind of mean the same thing. <laughs> okay, let's go on to lost crossovers. <laughs> because... This is from the same people who wrote
2: Lost. A couple of them. Yeah. And so we saw the mayor's house, the address, 108, it, house number 108. A very key number in Lost. Yes. The clock turning from
0: 8.15 to 8.16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's two numbers from the Lost sequence for 8.15, 16, 23, 42, yeah. as well as flight 8.15
3: correct Mm -hmm. well three numbers too because four eight
2: fifteen sixteen yeah for some reason during the show when they wanted to sprinkle the numbers in, they tended to put eight and fifteen together not so much the 16 but yeah Mm. exactly and also actually regina slash evil queen lady um that actress was in one or two episodes of lost the end of she was I can't say where without giving spoilers for those who haven't seen Lost yet. But um, it was around the end of season three, I believe. She was? <laughs> mm-hmm. She was. Oh. I believe her name was Gretel, hmm. which is actually funny. If well, I'm correct, I could that, be making that up completely. That might not be significant, or it could be. But Well, not significant, just that... Um,
1: it's Perhaps they
2: find, yeah. <laughs> they you know, they, they may have known her from that and yes. just liked her.
0: Yeah, exactly. Studios, that happens a lot. Studios tend to reuse some of the same actors.
2: Greta. Sometimes. Her name was Greta. Or directors. We have the epi- oh
3: Sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm moving on already. Oh,
2: <laughs> she was in the episodes Greatest Hits and Through the Looking Glass. They were at the end of season three and her name was Greta. Huh. So uh, another couple
0: things that we noticed um, as crossovers were... Uh, the numbers, yeah, that we already mentioned. What were some of the other things, guys?
3: I was gonna say Emma Swan and the swan, being yes, yes. Oh, the swan station from Lost Jenny, you didn't hear anything.
2: (laughs) Seriously,
0: Granny's house, by the way, house number is 910. That has no connection, which means nothing about 9 minus (laughs) 1 equals (laughs) 8. (laughs)
3: plus zero equals equals eight eight. stretch stretch for those numbers (laughs) she's one away from calling the police (laughs) wow with her house number that's
0: a stretch
2: so and if anybody noticed anything that we've missed they could let us know it's
0: very possible that we may have seen some of the religious symbols i'm not saying that we actually have but some of the religious symbols from the end of lost Really? You're might going talk about been, the
2: end? Not totally. No spoilers?
0: Um, might have been somewhere <laughs> in this. Because <laughs> there was a spot in the castle when Prince Charming and Snow White were together before she had the baby and before they kissed and before she started having the baby, that there were six symbols or six decorative things carved into the wall right next to the balcony, but they Mm. were nothing like the six symbols from Lost.
2: So (laughs) So let's talk about what else was not not at all related to Lost. (laughs) There were trees, though. And there were trees in Lost as well. (laughs) Smoke was bad. I was just going to say, some people thought that there was a certain smoke relation. I did not see anything about the curse that actually made me think. I mean, I can see it. The curse monster the curse monster i actually thought the curse the cg for the curse was rather impressive i don't think you were quite as impressed the first time you saw it
3: i hope they don't do what heroes did and throw all the special effects and then like oh we don't have any money left in our budget so let's cancel <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't think they will this is abc not fox or nbc <laughs> nbc yeah particularly it's not fox since they
3: ever yeah i think they did a good job with the special effects
2: i thought so i know i'd be scared if i lived in any land and that was coming at me you saw cg were were there
3: other
0: lost crossovers (laughs) that you guys caught Um,
3: i knew there were a lot i
2: mean i heard a
0: lot of people other people talking about them like anything else significant or obvious
3: but
2: in this episode yeah oh well we'll have to uh look some of those up somewhere yeah. because i didn't catch any other than these
0: i'm well, guessing going
3: to names and i'm guessing
0: oh, some of the Henry. background books <laughs> like whenever we see a bookshelf i'm guessing that maybe some of the books are also books that appeared in lost <laughs> yes yeah, so listeners send all your
3: screenshots all <laughs> yeah. send all your screenshots. feedback
0: at oncepodcast.com. by the way the domain who's your com
3: or <laughs> .org. <laughs> .org doesn't go anywhere <laughs>
0: but it is registered by abc.
3: Oh. Oh, naturally. <laughs> They're going to use it in other shows. Or they just
2: don't want anyone to take it and make money from what they put in the show. Yeah, so keep an eye on who's your mama.org. <laughs> and by the way, Henry, he stole Mary Margaret's credit card to find his mother? I don't not, even know. Not good behavior. Stole Bad boy. He needs his real mother. She didn't give it to him? No. Oh, she looked in her wallet yeah, and it was gone. And Emma could mm. tell that she really
0: didn't know because Emma has the superpower of telling <laughs> who's lying. I wish I had
3: that superpower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> May I just add that the evil queen did not look anything <laughs> like the evil queen I know in fairy tales.
2: Her hair was all covered up in yeah. the Disney version anyway.
1: Well, yeah, it was, but she liked wore this hood thing and she mm. had a yellow crown here there was no color like i think the evil queen was wearing more color in the story
2: although she said they said she's not a queen anymore oh so maybe this was a bit after maybe. so no more crown although somehow i just think that if she had a crown she'd wear it i'd wear a crown whether i was <laughs> king or not <laughs> <laughs> and you do it's kind of interesting so maybe it was a magical crown and it disappeared when she was no longer queen Hmm. i have no idea maybe it's made of ice and it melted like narnia
0: (laughs) so any other thoughts about this episode
2: the pilot i don't think so it was i really enjoyed it though how
0: about let's
2: since this is our pilot
0: episode of this and we're talking about the pilot episode Let's throw out, what are some crazy theories? Where do you think this is going someday?
2: It's going to be difficult for us to theorize safely since we've seen beyond the pilot. (laughs) Well, one thing that we know
0: is, Henry has said this, or many people have said this, that Emma would bring the beginning, or that it would be the start of the final battle. It's not like as soon as she comes, that's the final battle, but she would bring, uh, the final battle would begin... And she I think I heard this phrase she's the brainer of happy endings I so, think you made that up. I'm just kidding i don't know i didn't I don't remember hearing it so I'm thinking that well, we know that Emma is staying. she's decided to stay just a little bit for a week, and time has resumed magically
3: just one it has. minute an episode
2: i, <laughs> <laughs> I that is a question is it is the clock going to keep moving or is the one minute kind of all that is it going to start moving slowly is it maybe it only moves when emma makes a move
1: i think it'll be interesting to see how ripple stiltskin's prophecies will come to pass because he knows the future
2: she did return on her 28th birthday and he knows her name
0: he Does, did that show, means, I really think that means he has power over her. But do you think way. he
2: remembers who he is or who I she is? I don't know. It
0: they they almost hinted at it slightly because of the way he was like Emma. He's like that's Emma. Nice name. Well,
1: he was kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He's so, so, I think cool. she was just
1: reacting to his general creepiness. I don't think she recognized.
0: No, him. No, have a nice day. She didn't recognize
3: what him. What did she but she do he recognized recognize.
2: Her. Yeah, from Rumpel's- the womb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think Rebel Steltskin knows who she is.
0: Or, or just, it, it, he knows something. It seems like that. I'm, I'm not sure I would say that he knows who she is other than her name,
3: but it seemed like he had some kind of recognition. But I don't think there's anybody else in Storybrook that isn't related to a story. And he owning the town would know everybody. So there's anybody out of the ordinary that comes in that's not part of his little fairy tale mm. book. Assuming Um, he knows all that. Of course he does. He's Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) He knows everybody's name. So I just think, I mean, oh, Emma. There's no Emma. And, you know, she has to be special or at least, you know, not from this town. And why is she in this town town, if she's not from the land of Boston?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The not magical land of Boston. Sorry, Boston. I liked you when I visited you. I like Boston. Never been to Boston in the fall, though.
0: I was
1: going to say that.
2: (laughs) I
3: lived in New England. (laughs) But we digress. I think at some point we're going
0: to see people try to leave Storybrooke. And we're going to see bad things happen. And what kind of bad things happen when people try and leave? We mm, saw Emma try and leave. They run out of gas. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Do they realize they can't leave? That's another... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they don't. With the time standing still and they seem to have this veil of false history put over them, they must... I would assume that people would be a little more freaked out in their lives if they realized they can't leave this little town.
1: Well, if you remember, Red Riding Hood was shouting at Granny whenever whenever you were introduced to them, in Storybrooke and said, I should have gone to Boston.
3: Well, how did Henry get the (laughs) Greyhound? I mean... Well,
2: Henry didn't come come from... Well, uh, no, he didn't come from that world at all, so technically he's he's free to come and go. Yeah. But I would assume that if everyone who ever passed through there couldn't leave, the town would be rather full. Here's a crazy thought.
0: Is when Emma tried to leave, there was a wolf in the road. Maybe... Red Riding Hood is going to try and go to Boston. When she leaves, that wolf is going to go to (laughs) Granny's.
3: And the three little
2: pigs are going to walk through the door. (laughs) Yes. No. (laughs) Can I just say that the sheriff gives off a wolf-like impression? Ooh. With that beard. Mm, And it's kind of scraggly.
1: I've never thought of that. I didn't even think about that.
2: Um, Oh, and by the way, Jumping back to lost references, really the storytelling method is somewhat lost like. It's nonlinear. So we're seeing pieces of their past interspersed in flashbacks or sort of flashbacks, flashbacks for us, throughout the show.
1: Does anyone remember the sheriff's name? Because no, the evil queen Regina said it. It sounded like she said Graham or Grand or Grant or something. I can't remember.
2: Or grr. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: talking about the lost flashbacks thing, let me mention this because part of what I hated about Lost when I first started watching Lost were the flashbacks. I thought the flashbacks of Lost were absolutely stupid. Why they would have all of these nonsensical stories?
2: You were mostly alone in that. I'll just point that out. I loved them. I was very <laughs> much alone in this, uh,
0: but because there were all of these stories that seemed to make absolutely no sense why they were telling all these backstories in lost and all of these flashbacks i thought were annoying and taking us away from the cool story which was the mystery of the island <laughs> in lost in in uh, this in once upon a time i don't feel that same way about these flashbacks now maybe that's because lost has gotten me used to flashbacks but They're not flashbacks, and in some way, yes, they do kind of focus on a character, uh, each thing, but we're seeing more, I think that these flashbacks (laughs) are are more relevant to what's going on, whereas in Lost, like in Lost, we're just seeing some background to a character for most of the flashbacks, that's what... The flashbacks yes. kind of were just usually background. with many
2: clues to the story. If yeah. you were, you know, paying
0: attention. In in Once Upon a <laughs> Time, we're actually seeing the flashbacks are how we got to this point, right?
2: And, or yeah, at least
0: so far. Yeah, and here in the pilot episode, they're flashbacks of exactly explaining, showing how Emma came to get here and the curse. Um, how everyone place. came to be there. Yeah. So it's just setting the foundation, but we'll see more in the future how these flashbacks develop the story and develop two stories. I think we're, we'll be seeing really two stories taking place of Storybrook and Fairy Tale Land. And I wonder—I I can't. Which of you was it? Said something about where
2: Fairy Tale Land might go. Fairy Tale Land. Hmm. I don't, that was one of my predictions for the show. Was that we we tend to think that. You know, naturally, the way it's set up, the end game will be the curse is broken and everyone goes back where they came from. But that's not necessarily true. We could see during the course of the show, everybody ending up back where they're supposed to be in the fairy tale world. But that would include Emma, presumably Henry, and it may not, the story may not be over.
3: What if they brought the storybook
2: world to our world? Well, Hmm. perhaps they are going to
0: make storybook into a home, not a cage perhaps what
3: if our world is Storybrooke world but <laughs> time castle? was frozen so i don't know so what like,
1: if all of us are actually mythical fairy tale people uh, and we don't know it oh i, have I know superpowers. it <laughs>
2: <laughs> well any other closing thoughts i don't think so okay. the show is as far as i can tell slated for 22 episodes for season one yeah There will be a break in
0: December, but by now, uh, our listeners probably know that because of the way this goes. Here's what I want to do. This is my little sales pitch for you, our listeners. (laughs) We want your help. The way that we are doing this as we're recording is we're recording the first few episodes before we even release this on the internet. And... Please tell all of your friends about us. Tell them to go to oncepodcast.com. Subscribe to us in iTunes. Even if that's not how you're going to actually listen to us, please subscribe to us in iTunes. And please, please, please leave a rating and review in iTunes.
2: We beg you. That,
0: That helps a lot because the more ratings and reviews we get, the more we'll stand out to the people who run iTunes, which is Apple. And we'll get featured eventually on the front page of a category, maybe even the front page of iTunes store or podcasts. And that will bring even more listeners, which means more listeners, means more feedback, more ways of making this uh, an awesome podcast, sharing your content, not just our own theories, but we want to share your theories. And the way that we're going to go with these episodes is right now we're catching up to try and get current as quickly as we can. But once we are current, we'll be doing things where we will have an in-depth review of episodes, try and incorporate all of your feedback on an episode. So for example, Once Upon a Time airs episode 10, our episode 10 will be recorded about a week later. That gives you plenty of time to send in your feedback, us plenty of time to develop ideas, theories, what we want to talk about, and incorporate your feedback. But then we'll be recording immediately after like episode 11 airs, so the end of that episode would include some initial reaction. It sounds kind of like spaghetti mixing all together, but what it will be
2: ramen noodles... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you lost me at spaghetti for sure. <laughs>
3: I'm hungry.
0: The way the way it will end up working is that you will get, in every episode, you'll get an in-depth review of a Once Upon a Time episode, and then you'll get, at the end, some initial reactions to the most recent episodes. So you can either yes. pause that, save it for later until you see that episode, Or you can listen to that if you've heard that episode, then respond to some of our initial reactions. That's where we're going with this. But please watch for the website, (laughs) oncepodcast.com. Get the show notes and some of the screen captures that we mentioned for this episode at oncepodcast.com slash one. Send us your feedback, pictures, screencasts, whatever, things that you want to show us. And please make sure that you... Tell us which episode that you're talking about since we're just starting out and you might want to talk about episode five already. But please send that to feedback at oncepodcast.com or use the phone number that you'll find on the website at oncepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash oncepodcast. Follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen
2: noodle. I'm at twitter.com slash fleegon, that's P-H-L-E-G-O-N.
1: Twitter.com slash Nook.
3: Twitter.com slash dan design. And we will have, again, all of those
0: links for our Twitter presences in the show notes at oncepodcast.com, so you can follow us there and follow the show, and we want to hear from you, so send us your feedback, and it will be a little bit until we incorporate feedback since we're pre-recording a bunch of stuff. But thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, and I, which kind of, I guess those two things mean the same. Thing. thank you, <laughs> you for can listening. tune in thank and not listening.: That's true. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> tune in and tune out, kind of thing. As we continue in the, going into the future with this podcast, we are excited about this, excited about seeing all of the mystery that's coming. And I want to say, build a home and not a cage. Have a happy ever after. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts over at noodle.mx.